Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It is Wednesday, January 8th, 2020, where we've moved into a new year here. Josh, I think as we look at shows to come, we're really wanting to make sure we, we tune in on just fine-tuning some of our fertility programs, taking the approach of balancing and protecting. And one of the things that I think is really top of everyone's mind is just these current weather trends, what are those going to look like, and how that's just making us make our nitrogen applications later and later in the season. I mean, you look at in 2018, Harmony set the record for the most rainfall in one area, which is a very staggering statistic, but just very representative of some of the challenges we're going to have to work through. Oh, yeah, for certain. And, and you know, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the weather, but, you know, certainly if you look at the last couple of years, do we do we need to make some adjustments? And I think it's probably time that we take a look at, at nitrogen first. And when we look at a lot of rainfall, you know, nitrogen, nitrogen comes front and center as, as probably the nutrient we maybe need to look at managing a little bit different and in alley if we do look at at yields the last couple years and even as we make observations of the crop down the stretch even you know some of my windshield scouting this year is or the last two years as you get to august you could see fields that were probably in good shape on nitrogen you could drive around and pick out ones that are i think that one's gonna run late and you get out there and you'd see the firing up to the ear leaf or or even higher and in those cases we're losing yield and i certainly if we look at the last couple of years, I think nitrogen has probably been one of our most limiting yield factors in corn. So I think what I'm catching of you saying there, Josh, really it comes down to whether we're putting on our nitrogen up front, we're moving to more towards those split nitrogen applications. How do we keep that nitrogen where it needs to be? Yeah, split application is, is a great way to look at it you know, to start with. Um, in some cases, that's a lot easier said than done, especially as we move to the east and we have more hills and crooked roads where where side dress gets to be a little bit more challenging. But one thing we're going to spend a little bit of extra time on today, Allie, is also looking at, you know, uh, products that can help us protect nitrogen or inhibitors or, or other things. And we'll get into that in the second segment of the show. But I, I think, Allie, if we look at um, a really neat study we did a couple years back here over in Claremont, I think if we go through this in detail, it might help um, maybe set the stage of where we're trying to get get to with this conversation on nitrogen management. Yeah. And so like Josh said, we'll walk through this study that you did a few years back, but I think we'll make sure we post some of these photos on Twitter too, Mm -hmm. because it is really interesting visually to observe as well. So you look at some of these training sites that you had across Southeast Minnesota, Josh, and one of the examples was you had a corn on corn location and you had a portion of the field that you only put on five gallons of 1034. So you had relatively no nitrogen there. Yeah. And that was the goal of the trial was, of you know, hey, what is it going to look like with basically no nitrogen? Or in this case, you know, we had a few pounds from five gallons of 10340. Uh, in this site, we did that. And by the time we even got to mid-June, you know, you could really pick out, you know, this strip that had no nitrogen. It was stunted. It was yellowing. And as that progressed into, you know, July and closer to tassel, it was short. It was stunted. It wasn't looking good. And if we look at that strip, if we take that all the way through yield, once we got done, we harvested it, took it to yield, it yielded 67.7 bushels is all we got corn on corn with five gallons of 1034, which not going to be a profitable or, you know, really an acceptable yield. Um, The other thing that was really cool about this alley was we had two ranges of this. So we had a a range and there was a grass lane, then we had another, uh, the exact thing replicated. Uh, so actually, Brian Buck and I, a fellow, one of our fellow field agronomists, we were curious about if you applied nitrogen really late, how much could you rescue? So in this case, we spent a little bit of time and we actually built a, 
our own little trusty handy one row Y drop machine, which the patent's still pending on that. It's a pretty cool little machine. But uh, Josh is for hire, everyone. Yeah, we hire by the hour, not the acre, just to set that straight. Um, but we went out there at R1. So this was in early August. The corn was extremely short, yellow. And we went out there and we applied 30 gallons of 28% and 5 gallons of ammonium thiol sulfate. Uh, that combined got us 96 pounds of nitrogen. Then we added uh, 14 pounds of sulfur. We're trying to keep that ratio 6 to 1, which we talk about quite a bit. And the unique thing, Allie, is you know we didn't know what to expect. But what do you think we got for a yield response doing a rescue treatment at R1 in August. And I'm kind of cheating here, Josh, because we've talked through this before. But I mean, in my mind, I wouldn't expect it to reach anything over 100 bushels an acre. Yeah. In this situation, we increased it from 67.7 up to 153.6. And that was, in some ways, just mind-boggling. But really, what the moral of the story is, you have to have nitrogen late. And the corn plant's ability to uptake nitrogen late is tremendous. In this case... You know, it's hard to, we didn't do tissue analysis or anything, but we probably uptook at least 80 pounds of that 96 pounds, give or take, which is pretty crazy considering at that stage, there's no more root growth. You know, in some cases, there's not a lot of, wasn't a lot of moisture down the stretch. This site was actually a little bit dry that year in 2016, uh, but we had really awesome placement with the Y drop, which I think helped a little bit, but it really goes to show that if you don't have 80 to 90 pounds left in the soil to feed that crop down the stretch, nitrogen is going to be a limiting factor in your final yield year in, year out. So really, I'm not going to, every nitrogen program is different, but the goal of any nitrogen program is I have to have 80 to 90, maybe 100 pounds left at tassel to make sure we finish out. Well, like you said, late, late nitrogen is a big deal. You have 70% of nitrogen uptake V8 or later. So that's why it's important we keep that nitrogen where it needs to be. Back from the break, we'll talk about some of those products we can use. 